Welcome to another edition of Player One here on Sin. I am executive producer Connor, joined alongside by Jay. What's up? And Eleni. Hey, hey guys, how are we going? <laughs> we are doing absolutely wonderful in this time of lockdown. Yeah, fun times, right? Good times. Oh my god, the <laughs> vibes. Ultimate vibes. Oh my god. Well, if you want some great chill vibes, I would highly recommend that you go check us out in the uh, in the podcast realm at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Omni, all under the Player One podcast. And while you're at it, just go check us out on the socials at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Player One Sin. And finally, if you want to check out some articles, you know, read some good stuff there, go check us out on the Sin website at sin.org.au. Just check that Player One banner. It's not really that hard to find. It's actually pretty easy. Just go, you know, go on the website, have a little cheeky little look, and you're set to go. But we've got our first song of the day. And uh, this is from the Sweet 16 playlist here on Sin. This is Coca-Cola by Kooky. At first I thought it was Cookie, but no, it's Kooky. It's got some chill vibes here at Player One. I love it. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And that was Coca-Cola by Kooky. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And no, I mispronounced that it. it is, in fact, Cookie. It is just Cookie. <laughs> After all that, you still got it wrong. That is fabulous. Yeah, it's just Cookie. Just cookie. I, I hope that it's chocolate chip, personally. But um, it could be a, raisin. a kooky cookie is what it should be. I a think. kooky cookie. I like that. I like that. But what I also really like is uh, the rapid fire news and releases. So, Eleni, I want you to take it away with the rapid fire news. All right, amazing. So we've got lots of news at the moment. So um, Ubisoft has some awesome news. So they officially announced Far Cry Six. Um, and they gave it a Feb 18th, 2021 release date. Um, and with more Ubisoft news, Assassin's Creed Valhalla release date has been confirmed for November 17th of this year. So that's something to look forward to coming into the nicer weather at the end of the year. Um, we've got Watch Dogs Legion release date um, officially set for October 29th. Um, and then some more Assassin's Creed news. Um, the narrative director has revealed that you'll be able to change the sex of your playable character, Ivor, back and forth at will throughout the game, which I'm sure lots of people will take advantage of. Um, we've got Red Dead Online players are dressing up as clowns to protest a lack of updates, um, as you do always. Um, Splash Damage is trying something different with a Stadia-exclusive eight-player party shooter. Um, Just what we needed. Honestly, couldn't have asked for anything more, really. Um, <laughs> Civilization 6 gets... What? 
Cthulhu. The, the mythical Cthulhu, monster. Yeah. Oh, some, some HP Lovecraft. Of course. Mm-hmm. Worshippers and vampire societies this month. Oh, God, I love people so much. Um, Disney cookbook imagines a truly alien future food called coleslaw. Wow. Wow. I, so coleslaw came from Mars. Honestly, yeah. mate, it is wow. a pretty... It's a pretty unique food that doesn't surprise me i love that (laughs) um then we've got classic sony is now preparing nine to ten million ps5 consoles for production um which they're really backing themselves aren't they that's a lot of consoles to be churning out yeah Mm. apparently because of the coronavirus they needed to release more for the huge fluctuation of like pre-orders of just so many more people trying to get it now they're like oh well we need more I don't know who's buying it to be honest. Considering like no one has a job at the moment, who can actually exactly. afford? Who can actually? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, where where is this money coming from, people? Um, and then finally, we've got Google Stadia is getting the Hitman reboot, reboot series, Secure, and 2K games later this year. Who doesn't love a 2K game? Thank you, Google Stadia. That, yeah. Yes, thank you, Google Stadia, for giving us games that are going to be out <laughs> on better platforms. Yes giving us old 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 games what what more could we ask for not new content obviously <laughs> no like stater and you doesn't fit together no it's like if you got peanut butter and vegemite they're just not gonna blend no i mean have you like... tried peanut butter and vegemite <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't even uh, like them on their own so it's together that's just that's like but even better um okay Firstly, I, I applaud Splash Damage for trying to do something here, but <laughs> this is not. Even. Yeah, this is not. No one's going to be playing their game. I'm so sorry to say that. No, they have so just done nothing, honestly. It's just because they're releasing it as a Google Stadia exclusive. Really? I um, mean, yeah. Like, no one has. Very few people are even on stadia right now as we speak i could probably count them on my hands yeah and that would be like on a good day that would be like the most precisely (laughs) and like we've got a ton of ubisoft to talk about like we do all good things i'm very excited and i'm a huge assassin's creed fan so this is all very exciting news to me oh 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 boy as someone who's a assassin's creed um Critic. Oh um, I, no! I have a lot of, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of the series for reasons. Oh, and my heart. I can know, ride Ruby. them all here. I like some of them and I hate some of the others. So. I mean, that's fair. Like, their best is amazing. Their worst is, like, absolute trash. Let's yeah. Get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Jay, would you like to get into the rapid-fire release? Okay, 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 okay. I will do that. Okay, guys, listen. Hold on. i got to take a sip real quick. Okay. <laughs> this is going to get look, I don't wanna say I don't want to compete against Barry Allen, but I'm the fastest man alive. You might have to slow this down to point zero 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 five percent, okay? If you want to hear Jay, this. Okay. Jay, let me let me let me uh explain here. Um last time well, one of the few times that I did rapid fire news this year, um the fire alarms went off in our sin <laughs> studios, so you really have a lot to contend with here. So I'm expecting your fire alarms to go off. You were spitting fire. Yes, the, the non-existent fire alarms. They're going to be <laughs> so, going yeah. off. Go I ahead, can do Jay. something, but it'll be loud. All right. News and releases. Okay, here we go. 
Ooblets released on Xbox One PC, release date July 15th. Beyond a Steel Sky released date P- uh, July 16th on PC, Max Linux. Hunting Simulator 2 released July 16th on PC. Radio- Radical Rabbit Stew, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, July 16th. Super Hot Microtrol Delete, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, Max Linux, July 16th. Ghost of Tsushima, PlayStation 4, July 17th. Pa- Paper Mario, The Origami King, Switch, July 17th. Into the Radius, Rift Queen, Vive, July 20th. Rocks with the H3, Make a Break, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, PC, July 21. Kriegs, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, July 22nd. Bound, drop the mic, fire alarms going off. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Do you need to breathe? No. He just needs a sip sip of his apple juice. That's all he needs. Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) ASMR sipping. (laughs) Well, when the month of August comes around, Jay, I am going to make you read every single release in August. (laughs) Please, I will will gladly accept this challenge. Do it. Oh, boy. All right, this is going to be fun. Um. This is actually quite a big week. Yeah. Like an actual big week. It, particularly, I'm looking at two titles in particular right now. Well, three of them, rather. Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario. Yes. Yes, Paper Mario. Oh, Paper Mario. keen, keen, keen. I've never played a Paper Mario game. It's Really? It's fine. No. Oh, okay. Well, well this, this is the one for you, I think. Definitely. Oh, I'll get into what I've been playing, and that's taken up my... That's going to take up <laughs> most of my gaming time. Um, and Ghost of Tsushima, the highly anticipated PlayStation exclusive that got delayed, I believe. Yeah. Yes. So A long time. Honestly, name a game that hasn't been delayed this year. <laughs> Genuinely. Wait, apparently Breath of the Wild 2, with the Spanish I've... voice actors saying that they're done. Oh, yes. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've got one, and I'll talk about it later. Oh. <laughs> Okay. That wasn't <laughs> delayed. But um yeah, those two are kind of they carry this week. They're the power They hitters. really carry this week. Um a lot of a lot of concern around Paper Mario because it doesn't look like it's going back to the original formula at all. Yeah. Instead trying new things, which I can live with, but I think people just want the old Paper Mario style game. Mm-hmm. And I did not know Super Hot we had a sequel? That so it's a full on sequel. Yeah, oh, yeah. They've released a couple DLCs, but now they're going straight for the sequel. I really um oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that when it comes to Switch because yeah. Super Hot is such a fantastic game. But you know what else is just as fantastic as Super Hot? What, Connor? Our next song, Jay. Uh, this is Swim <laughs> by Elena Dakota, and this is from the Sweet 16 playlist. You are listening to Player One on Zim with Connor, Jay, and Elena. And that was Swim by Elena Dakota from the Sweet 16 playlist. You are listening to Player One on Zim with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And I want to hear about what you guys are playing. Eleni, you got this? All right. Well, um... I I do love The Last of Us. It's one of my favourites. So the minute the second one came out, I was all over it. Um, smashed it out in like a couple weeks, I think. So that took up most of my time. But now that I'm finished, um, I have gone back to a classic of mine, which is GTA San Andreas. Oh, absolute, absolute favourite. I, I have it on the PS2, but I couldn't be bothered fishing my PS2 out, so I bought it on my Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, 
I've I was wondering if it was honestly. I was wondering if that was going to be original hardware or not. <laughs> I, I have it. I have two copies of it on the PS2. But I thought, why would I set it up when I can just buy it a third time? You know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. Oh no. You own two copies of the game. I was hoping you wouldn't ask because <laughs> the reason <laughs> I have two is the first one will not play anymore because of all the cheats I used on it. <laughs> it physically won't run the game because I go to put it on and it just comes up as like corrupted hardware. Nice. Um, so I had to buy a second copy and now I have a third copy to destroy. So um, I'm very excited. I've missed just the quality, you know, the one pixel per character, like the visuals are just stunning. It's really something else. I can't believe that you bought I couldn't believe it either. I don't know what. Came. <laughs> I don't know why oh, I did it. <laughs> I had to mute for a second. I laughed so hard I started choking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I look over and I look at my OG Xbox collection where I have GTA San Andreas. I like I don't see the issue of having to get the old hardware. Is it like still in the house? Yeah, like, it's actually, well, it's it's plugged into a different TV. Like, it runs fine, but I couldn't be bothered <laughs> unplugging it from that TV and moving it into my room. So I was like, that is... my Xbox is set up. This 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 seems like a good solution. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what isolation does to us, you know? This is, this is what we've come to. <laughs> <laughs> that, is we actually, that is actually one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> But it's not. Nice. Yeah, I have yeah. I have two copies of the game, but I couldn't be bothered, so I just bought it on Xbox. No, and I <laughs> literally, but it runs. It's so good. It runs so smooth. Yeah. yeah. You know, who would have thought like a like a twenty year old game would run smooth on a current gen console? God, oh. if only if only Sony could do that with like PS two games on the PS three. Just saying. Oh, that would be oh. that would be the end of me. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> Like, oh, God, I, I can't get over that. That is actually one of the best things I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you for validating that. That's so nice. <laughs> uh, Jay, what have, what have you been playing? And I hope you have just as an amazing story. <laughs> um, kind of, kind of. I'll, um, I'll go into it. But it's, uh, compared to last, last week when I was playing like 50 games at once and I was trying to 100% them all, it's not as, like, I'm pretty much running out of steam here. I've only played three games in the last week. And one of them is just because I've got the bug. I've been addicted. It's League of Legends. I've just been playing it for some, for some reason. I've been playing it nonstop this week. Like, the draft opens at 11 a.m. you can play. So at 11 a.m. I play to 3 a.m. at night where it stops and closes. So okay. I've been playing like that. Uh, Dead by Daylight 2 because the rank reset happened. So I'm back at rank 5. I'm going to get back to rank 2 and maybe even hit rank 1. That'd be fun. And the third one was Dragon Age Inquisition, which I talked about before, which I set my sights on 100%ing. And I didn't realize how actually impossible that was. As, as we know, I was celebrating my 80th birthday last week because I was trying to 100% this game. It's impossible. But what I didn't know is you can strengthen your relationships with certain characters and I was just playing the game as I would in real life. Like I was just, you, you have dialogue options. I was just playing how I wanted to play. And then little did I know that I was 
actually entering the realm of like my character getting into a relationship with this other male character. And I was completely, I thought this was the biggest bromance. I was like, what a bromance, dude. I'm so happy about this. And then like these dialogue options started coming up and I was like, excuse, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. I'm here to save the world with, with my buddy. That was, and yeah, I mean, I obviously took it, but I obviously went down that route because we're bros. But do, it was do I need to put up? Do I need to put up like a naughty, naughty content warning? <laughs> yeah, this took a turn. Honestly, yeah. I was gonna say, Jay, have you ever played a Bioware game? Yeah, exactly. I, I have. Yeah. Yeah, when you were like, <laughs> so I want to present it. Like, honestly, anyone who's ever played a video game could tell you that any Bioware content, like, what's going on, man? <laughs> I, I was also gonna say, um, Jay, a happy ninety-fifth birthday. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know. Soon you're gonna get big to that, gonna get to that uh, century there, yeah. and you still won't have finished Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> I love it. I'll get that letter from the Queen thanking me for my hundredth birthday, and I'll still be yeah, on the man. second mission. Exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, that is fantastic. And I, oh, I've had a big week. I, I made a few big boy purchases. Oh. Um, I can get into my weekly purchases gig thing here. Um, so on the recommendation of a friend, I picked up Catherine full body for the switch. Classic. Now I'm not too far into the story and no spoilers will be told. Um, it is a very naughty story. Um, yeah. <laughs> not for the children. Uh, it does go into a lot of sort of how people treat relationships and what sort of what decisions they make and all that and top of that um you have fun little puzzles which i play on the easy difficulty i'm not gonna lie i do that oh. i do that i want no, to finish games yeah the game it's is actually hard quite game. hard it's, it's <laughs> actually quite a hard game um easy. So about, oh man what's going on i'm about three clips. i'm about three um three stages into the first like dungeon kind of thing and I've also been playing the multiplayer with my friend. And this has been, it has led to both crying of laughter and so much frustration because you can die very easily in this game. Like really, really easily. The tiniest thing where if you move a block and the, your opponent just falls through, just, just falls and dies or you crush him with a block or you completely screw them over by pushing separate other blocks over. Like, it's that kind of fun. The only issue, you know, I don't know if it's our Wi-Fi connection, but the game, it doesn't keep a stable connection. That's sort of been the only downside. There's been probably, I could probably say 15 times we've been kicked out of the game because the Wi-Fi has just decided, yeah, no, I'm good. That's a classic. <laughs> That's a lot of the Switch in general. Like, the entire yeah, Smash Bros. Yeah. community is just livid because you just can't play any Nintendo online game and have a good connection with it. It's forbidden. Yep, yep absolutely. And especially here in Australia. Um, <laughs> and today, I'm very excited because in the mail, I got a special gift from, from Santa because it still had, the, it still had some Christmas... Um, Christmas designs on the package. Oh yeah, Christmas um, in July. We love that. As always. Yeah. Uh, Deadly Premonition 2. I am so freaking excited. I played the first one. I love the game to death. 
and I I have seen some footage of Deadly Premonition 2. The frame rate is atrocious. Everything about the game looks absolute uh, language warning. The game looks like and plays like absolute dog shit. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even know we had a, a, a bleep button there. Oh my oh, wow. gosh, that was cool. Oh, this is great, great. Um, but I'm so excited to play this game because I'm just the story of Deadly Premonition is just possibly one of the best ever. And of course, without question, there will be a two-part review of the Deadly Premonition series. That's that's going to happen. That's no nice. There's no no talking me out of it. I want to do it. <laughs> I'm so excited to play Deadly Premonition 2 when I get the chance. And, God, I've been playing a lot. Um, Duke Nukem on Switch. I made it through the first episode of that. That's been um, fun. Amazing. What a classic. So good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it to death. Um, ooh, there's more. There's definitely more. But I wait. Started, there's more. <laughs> I started Borderlands 2 on Switch. Because I've finished nice. Borderlands 1. Nice. I've completed all the DLC. Do you just play, like, 10-year-old games on the Switch? Are you just, like, 10 years <laughs> behind the rest of the world? Is that what's happening? <laughs> what yeah, the... man. Like, that's how you... That's how I live. Yeah, you're like, Shots oh, this, this game, you should play it. Borderlands 2. Oh, I played it, like, seven years ago. <laughs> you ever heard of this game called Pong? <laughs> <laughs> it's this new release, guys. <laughs> oh, man. I just got into this really cool game. It's called Pac-Man. <laughs> He goes waka 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 waka. He has to be um, recent. They put him in Smash. Of course. <laughs> I know, right? Um, cool. But also, I've also been playing a cool little puzzle game called Lumens Remastered. I only make note of it because um, the game has really funky music and the Joy-Cons will um, rumble to the beat of the music. Oh. oh that's awesome. If they're not it's already so drifting, cool. they will be now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been lucky. I've been lucky. My orange and purple ones have not drifted yet. Um, oh. I've had to get several repaired. So that's why I've just been buying Joy-Cons. Oh, no, really? Oh, I've been lucky. Touch wood. Watch me. Watch me like tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to start drifting. Exactly. Oh, no. Oh, that's great. That's great. But um, that's everything I have been playing. I'm just, well, I haven't played Deadly Premonition 2 yet, but I'm really just excited to actually play it just because it's Deadly Premonition. It's one of the best, worst games ever made. And one of the best things, but not the worst thing, it's far from it. We got our next song. How about that? Uh, we have Night Pork by Red Orca. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Eleni, and Jay. And that was Nighthawk by Red Orca. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And in the theme of the Summer Games Fest, it never freaking ends. Um, Ubisoft have held their first ever Ubisoft Forward event. And none of this was surprising because a lot of it wasn't new. Wasn't new games. It was stuff that we already knew about that was coming out besides like one thing at the end, which it, it was, it, that was already leaked. So <laughs> like, nothing... Like, like all Ubisoft consoles or 
games or whatever everything gets leaked like a year in advance always oh yeah no absolutely and we funnily enough we actually did do a fun little prediction of this we were all wrong uh far cry 6 will not be taking place on the moon instead <laughs> it'll be taking place in what seems like cuba yeah yeah so that same looks kind of cool we we're gonna fine. get into we're gonna get into more of like far cry 6 a little bit later so we're gonna hold on to that just for now i do want to however talk about how uneventful this presentation was because there was no major new announcements everything that was pretty much everything that was presented we knew was happening a lot of it was just demonstrating gameplay or even or even just another trailer so they started off they started off with with watchdogs legion which sort of I guess gives an outline of possibly the, the playable character or the main playable character in the game and the story where you're a, a cab driver who's basically just been, Hey, you help this person escape. You're now on the wanted list. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. If Absolutely. There's, there's one thing Ubisoft are great at. It's creating beautiful looking cinematic trailers that don't really show anything about the game and then they don't just show you any gameplay footage and then the game comes out and you're like oh this is this is a bit different to what i was expecting so yes it's always a bit tricky with them they they always talk a big game but i don't know if they walk the walk most of it i i did like however the um the cockney accents because this is set in london yes i did like i did like the the accents that was a fun part and one thing i will give credit is I hope that you can customize the masks. Oh yeah. So you're like some sort of hacker, uh, sort of like a hacking resistance and mm. each, every person has their own unique mask. I would kind of like to see some customization with that. I hope they go with it. Um, I don't think they will, but it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That would um, be Yeah. We had a, this, Okay, this was the most, which we're just naming the highlights because a lot of this was completely forgetful. Like I give, I gave crap on EA for their terrible um, presentation, but at least they had some big gun announcements. Like no one, they had Apex Legends being announced for the Switch. They had like some fun little indie games. This had instead a battle royale game that I've completely forgotten the name of because it was completely forgettable. Um, <laughs> I don't think this game's going to do well. I'm actually going to double check what the name is because once again, it is a very forgettable game. Yeah, I, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you the, what it's called either, to be honest. Hyperscape? Is that the one? Yes, that's the one. Yeah. When I was wa- when I was watching the trailer for this, this just looked like every other like. It just looked like another. I don't know how to describe it, but it wasn't fun. It didn't oh. look fun. It looked boring. It looked just. It looked like another Ubisoft kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't look like it had anything unique to offer. It was just like, oh, another one. You know, nothing nothing to be too excited about, which is a bit disappointing. Really, yeah. And Ubisoft, a lot of this stuff just felt copy-paste in this because I would have loved to have seen maybe like another collaboration with Nintendo. Um, we saw nothing on Gods and Monsters. 
um, their sort of open world, Breath of the Wildish kind of game. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I, I actually we didn't forgot see about that. Anything it's been on a while. that? Yeah. Um, we saw no. Well, besides Hyperscape, really, we saw no new IP. Um, we saw no out of the blue fun titles. Like I would have preferred to have seen another Mario Rabbids crossover. <laughs> that, that that's how bad it was. That's Rabbids sixty four. Yeah. It. It was boring. And then, of course, um, I guess the big headliner here, um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I have no interest whatsoever in the Assassin's Creed series. So unless I'm being a pirate, I'm not interested. Ah, Black Flag, I see. Oh, (laughs) see, I'm quite excited for this title. I think I've been, I've been an Assassin's Creed fan since the beginning. Um, I will not. I will not pretend they haven't made some shocking games. We've definitely. There's been some dark. <laughs> some dark days. Um, Unity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. There, just a, just a little bit of a, a, a rough throat. I will say yeah. it about Unity, though. I replayed it two years ago <laughs> when they finally updated the game enough that it was actually playable. Um, Wait, it was it, actually playable. <laughs> it took them two years after release, but they finally got there with about two million updates. Um, but I actually love that game. I think it's a really fantastic game. Uh, but I'm excited for this new Assassin's Creed. I think the way they've reinvented the the series has been exciting. Like Origins was such a good title um, and Odyssey was good. So I'm excited. And it does look a bit more piratey. I feel like with Vikings, there's definitely going to be more yeah. battles and stuff, which could be cool. Um, I'm always excited. They always, they most of the time they let me down, but... They always get me hyped up for them. Diamond in the rough. There'll be one. Yeah, one in one in five Assassin's Creed games are good usually. <laughs> That's not a good batting average, I gotta say. Yeah, twenty percent average, but hey, it's, it's better than nothing, I guess. So, so, uh, so, how many Assassin's Creed games have come out? Like, fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Yeah, probably. So you've got about like maybe three and a half games that are good. You know, I hate to say it, but that's probably accurate. <laughs> Honestly, I'm. I love that. Yeah, that's probably accurate odds. Ah, oh, that's tragic, but oh well. <laughs> but I guess. So what is it about this Viking setting that you're most looking forward to, or even just the gameplay that you've seen so far? Well, I think like with the Viking, it'll definitely like. You mentioned Black Flag. I am very much so getting um, like snippets of that sort of gameplay and that style of gameplay. Um, yeah. And Black Flag was like a, one of the best ones, I think. Um, and then I like the setting of Vikings. Like one thing I've always loved about Assassin's Creed is like the historical settings. So that always gets me excited. Um, and it looks quite brutal as well. Um, and then like we mentioned earlier in the show, I just love the idea that you can go back and forth with your gender. I just think that's hilarious. Like, it's such a bizarre feature, but it's quite Yeah, funny. we've never seen that. I don't think we've ever seen that in a game where you can just, on the fly, change the sex of your character. Mm. And then what I was if... also reading that they said that no matter what sex you play as, it won't change things like romance options, which is kind of funny. Like, imagine starting <laughs> a romantic relationship as the male character and then changing to the female and still having a <laughs> I feel like that, that could be quite a funny feature. 
I will say, however, on the um, the crappier note of things, Ubisoft didn't address the um, recent um, reports and incidents around mm. the company regarding abuse. Um, the fact that they didn't address that is kind of crap. It's kind of crappy. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, none of that's cool. We we went on about that last week. Like when we spoke about the, the incidents going on in the Smash community and then it became just basically gaming needs to change as a whole. That's not cool. Um, shame on you, Ubisoft, for not doing it. So well, kind of yeah. crappy on that. Yeah, this was definitely the event and the platform to to make a statement or have some sort of opinion and they definitely squandered that opportunity. At, so. at least address it because mm, people know it. It's been everywhere in the gaming news, but yeah, I'm not too happy about that, but we're going to, we're going to move away from all the negative stuff. Let's bring the posy vibes back and we've got some more posy vibe music. I love it. We have hydro city zone by super soul bros. You are listening to Player One on scene with Connor, Eleni, and Jay. And that was Hydro City Zone by the Super Soul Bros. You are listening to Player One on scene with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And let's get into more fun chat. Um, so, a Lego NES is coming. Um, <laughs> in, in typical Nintendo fashion, there'll be about three made worldwide. Um, <laughs> so okay. it leads me to the question just just a f- something fun just to get that fantasy booking going um, what console do we want to see made in Lego form well that's there we go now that now that's racking in your brain um, so I'm going to stop because I've got to I'm, I'm going to go with this one um, yeah, I want I want the virtual boy to be made in Lego and I oh. still want to be able to play yeah. Virtual Boy games on it. Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, I talked about the Virtual Boy. It's perfectly fine. I, I completely understand. Now... Yeah, it's fine. Just, just, we'll cut this, we'll cut it, we'll cut it. <laughs> no, vir- <laughs> no Virtual Boy. Well, funnily enough, as, as you say that, uh, this is... Uh, 2020 will be the 25th year of the Virtual Boy. Oh, um, my God. So a peek behind the curtain for you lovely listeners. Uh, we are actually going to do a full-on uh, Virtual Boy celebration podcast, if you will, looking back at the Virtual Boy, the reception, the games. Um, we haven't played any because we can't get a Virtual Boy. Just, just saying, they are actually very hard to find. I have checked all my local listings on eBay. Um, they're very hard to get and also very expensive. So we may not necessarily play the games, but we'll talk about them. Just just that out there. Some fun <laughs> Virtual Boy content. I want it'll to see the Virtual Boy in Lego. Yeah, it'll be there in spirit. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about the Virtual Boy, a part of its 25th year anniversary. Um, happy birthday, Virtual Boy. Happy birthday, Virtual Boy. Uh, that's what I want in Lego. Eleni, what, what console would you like to see made in Lego form? And actually, what game would you want to play on that? Ooh, a double whammy. Interesting. Um, okay, I've got an answer and it needs context as well. But I think I'm going to go with the classic PS1. Oh, yeah, that, that was an easy one for me. So I had to go Virtual Boy. Mm, and I think 
assuming that for some reason that this PS1 will also be able to function in Lego form, um, I, back in the day, may or may not have actually broken my brother's PS1. Oh. Um, because I had a fascination. <laughs> you know how you could press the button and, like, you could see the game disc? Um, yeah. So I loved just spinning <laughs> the disc with my oh, finger. No. Um, oh, and no. then naturally, when we'd put the games in, they wouldn't spin anymore. Um, so I think for me, if I could rebuild that console as a Lego, that would be great. So I could play all those games again. Um, and then with that, I think I would, as much as I love the, the remakes that they've made, I reckon I would, I would make a good old fashioned Crash Bandicoot on the PS1 again. Yep. Magnifique. Exactly. Which, which, which one of the trilogy? That's that's the ultimate question here. The first one, definitely the first one. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I... Uh, listen, Crash One, it plays about as well as trying to spread butter on toast with a brick. But that's um... the fun of it. It's just that added challenge. If you can play that game and get some like cohesive movement, then you know you're a gamer. Like honestly, exactly. As someone who has. Nearly 100% of the original crash. Um, don't do it. Um, you may give yourself an accidental quarantine haircut. Um, and not with scissors. Which, um, one, which one would you choose out of the original trilogy? Crash 2. That's, that's, that's without fair. question. That's, that's without fair. question, Crash 2. That's fair. Um, Jay, what console would you want in Lego and what game would I, you want to play with it? I've been pondering it. I've let everyone else go first. And I think it's about time that we got the power glove back. <laughs> Bring us the Lego power glove and put the Mickey Mouse capade on it. Thank you very much. I Welcome love it. Talk. I'm, can, we, can we write to like Lego right now? I'm so here for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> but, my question, but my question is, will you be able to actually fit the power glove in your hand? Will you be able to play <laughs> with the power in your hand? Could you even fit the original one? I don't even know. Sure. I, no. I mean, they'll make it like the Thanos glove, where it's 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 just so big that any it's it's one size fits all. Exactly. If you have a tiny hand, too bad. It's gonna be really it big. meshes with the size of your hand. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the Lego adapts. That's just nanobots. Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nano Lego. Now, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Eleni. I was kind of hoping you would say you would get a PlayStation Two in Lego, so you could play GTA San Andreas. Well, that the fourth one. Oh boy, that's a missed opportunity. Maybe I should as well. I'll have a I'll have a Xbox One cop or a Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty copy, two PS Twos, and a Lego copy. Beautiful. That, that's just that's just perfect. It's just perfect. Oh god, we'll get. You know what? I would go. I would go Waterworld on the Virtual Boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, why Waterworld? It was the first game that came to my head, and I don't remember the rest of them. That's okay. You've committed now. You've that's it. Yeah, I've I've committed to Waterworld on the Virtual Boy. <laughs> exactly. There was a long list, and that's the one you picked. Let's just go and, with like, that. And I would, I would heavily expect that I would get ice drained within like thirty seconds. Like that's how you have to play Virtual Boy with very sore eyes. Uh, one thing that's not going to cause severe eye strain though is our next song. Uh, this is Narwhals by Mr. Weenie. Um, what a bop. I love it. I, I just, just, it's just perfect. Uh, you're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni.
And that was Narwhals by Mr. Weenie. You are listening to Player One on scene with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. Now, in continuing with our Summer Games Fest talk, and particularly the Ubisoft event, they closed the show out with the first reveal of Far Cry 6. Now, we knew the game was real because it got leaked, and there had been rumors and reports about, hey, there's a new Far Cry 6 coming out. Myself, Jacob, and Nathan, uh, last season, we tried to predict where Far Cry 6 would take place. Uh, we were all very wrong. Um, I said outer space, personally, because I was hoping, you know, something fun. Maybe the, Far Cry the natural, with aliens. The natural progression of things, I think, really. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so the first trailer dropped, and I kind of want to go beat by beat. So this is almost set up. Like, I wouldn't say similar to, to the Arab, actually, maybe some similar to what we see now with all the protests happening. Um, it's a very, they, Ubisoft say their games aren't political. This is so political. Um, we start off with a, I guess, maybe a young kid putting together a car with what we can assume his dad saying basically i've got something for you here's a grenade and he's trying to teach the kid a, almost like a life lesson about the world that they live in and it basically goes along to say will this boy be evil and essentially the dad pulls the pin out of the grenade and he says if you drop it it will explode yeah. So that's how they sort of leave it on with that cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, at first, because the, they somewhat follow a similar theme, I, this reminded me of Just Cause 3, in a sense, because you have oh, yeah. that overthrowing a dictator kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, Far Cry are known for really highlighting their villains. Um, more obviously... Far Cry 3 was the peak of the series with Vast Montenegro as the villain and subsequent villains thereafter. But just by looking at the trailer, where do we sort of, like, firstly, what do we think of the new villain? And what do we think is, who, who are we going to be playing as, almost? Are we going to be playing as a protester or even the kid himself? Well, yeah, my immediate thought was that we would be playing as the kid. Um, yeah. Because I think, yeah, like you said, I think Far Cry have had fantastic villains. Um, I think Vars was the, the peak. I think they've, they've struggled to sort of, um, you know, mirror that level. But I think, and what I'm hoping for, and what I took from the trailer is that hopefully we'll be playing as the kid and the father will be the, the main villain. And I would love to sort of see us as the playable character be struggling with the morality of um, that. And I think that would be like an extra dynamic to the villain if there's actually a blood connection. Um, but mm. I, it looks really good. It's funny that you said that Ubisoft say their games aren't political because I think like the driving point of all Far Cry games is how political they are. I think the most like Far Cry 5 was basically like a political yeah, commentary much. on like American yeah. society. That whole game was just like condemning Americans really. Um, so I'm really excited. I think it's, the scenery looks fantastic. I think 
we're probably going to see a lot of corruption naturally with this series. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see the villains sort of have a family connection to the character and see how they play off that dynamic. But yeah, I'm excited always. I'm, there's one thing I did note actually just then. Far Cry, the Far Cry series as a whole has always been more about vast landscapes. So Far Cry 3, you're on an island. Far Cry 4, you're in sort of like the Himalayas. Far Cry 5, you're in a county in America. Mm. This, I feel like, is going to be a much more... It is going to be an open game, but I think it's going to be a very condensed open world. Yeah. Because we're surrounded by buildings, we're surrounded by constant, like, from what... Constant tension? Would that be the right word? Yeah. Maybe. But That's the right word. I could see almost like chase levels where you run through buildings, run through um, alleys to escape something. Um, this might be the most different Far Cry game we've had in a while. Yeah, which is, it's neither good or bad. We don't know yet, but... It's neither good or bad, yeah. Like, I'm just interested to see what they're going to go with this in this direction. There's so many directions. It's Well, yeah, left, anything. right, you know, up, down... <laughs> Diagonally, Diagonally yeah, oh, even better. Now, with the first look at the villain, where do we, we're going to set up like a, a tier, a tier ranking of the best Far Cry villains? Oh. We're going to go game by game because, and I'm and I'm going to say from Far Cry Three because that's when people started playing Far Cry. So at the top, it's Vass. Come on, like <laughs> it's undeniable. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but like he did, he didn't get enough. Fast he didn't. Enough. You, Ubisoft did him dirty. Yeah. They killed did. him it's... off very early in the game to make way for the, the real villain. What's it? it was Hoyt Volker. That's right. That's right. He was basically Vass's boss. So firstly, Vass is in S ranking right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoyt, where would we put him? Because he was a bit of a, he was a, bit of a weird unit. Um, I didn't care much for him because... The whole advertising of the game was around Vass, and when we was like, "Oh, another one, yeah. okay." And he was really? so memorable as a villain. Like when you look at that game, you only think of him. You don't considering yeah. Vass is on the front cover. And yeah, exactly. When, and there's been so many nods to Vass. Uh, Hoyt, I'm going to put him in a D ranking. That's yeah, fair. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, now we're moving on to Far Cry Four with Pagan Min, who. I like him. That flamboyant yeah. uh, Chinese villain. I love. I, I loved his fashion sense. Firstly, <laughs> oh, that suit was gorgeous. Oh, the secret and the, ending and the hair. Oh, yeah, the secret ending is yeah. actually that so beautiful good. on his part. On his, on like as an as a villain, his dialogue of the secret ending is very nice to mm. the main character. It's it's funny how really maybe he wasn't necessarily the villain. Yeah, because no. that's the thing. If you te- if depend, it's like there's two factions in the game. And no matter which faction you choose, they both end up ruining the country. Mm. So, like, you never, like, even though the game has an ending, it's never, like, the good ending. It's just the ending that you chose. Yeah, I thought he was a great villain. My only issue is that I just don't think he was in it enough, to be honest. Like, I love, like, Troy Baker did the voice acting, and he's one of my favorite voice actors. He's so talented. So I think going into the game, I was, especially because Vars was so involved in the storyline, I was really expecting 
to see pagan men show up a lot. And I think for the most part, we just kind of, we just get his voice a lot of the time, which was a bit disappointing, I thought. Yeah, they did the old Borderlands too and gave you a body double of pagan men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just shoot down. He's like, oh, that was just an Australian man, a very nice guy. <laughs> exactly. But he was uh, a very good villain, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to put pagan men up at C, C tier. That's fair. I think. Yeah. Because his thing, he's not necessarily a villain, but he's also not necessarily a good guy. Yeah. He's sort of that in between. Bit of gray. Um, he's an in betweener. <laughs> yeah, he's. He's an in-betweener. Uh, all right. Far Cry... Um, I'm not going to count Far Cry Primal. I... Yeah, that's No one does. No. Um, <laughs> okay, Far Cry 5. Um, we've got three villains here. Yeah, lots of villains. Yeah. Lots of villains where they really tried to throw everything to the wall and, and tried to see what sticks. Um, so the main one is Joseph Seed. So I don't want to start off with him. All right, we're gonna go with last. Jacob Seed, mm-hmm. who probably the least memorable in the game. Yeah, fair. True, that's fair. Um, I'm gonna say C tier. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, should, can we put him on the same level as Troy Baker? Like... That's a good point. Oh, oh that's um, actually a very good point. All right, we'll point. go D tier. He'll go D tier for this. Yes. Um, <laughs> Faith, oh. who I think out of okay. all the villains okay. had Hold the most the mystique behind her. <sighs> Shove and... her I hate it. Shove her at really? the bottom. Her powers no. annoyed oh. me all the time. When you're versing like like a cat's in front of you and suddenly it's a bear and you're like, what? How? And now I'm dead. Like so many times in her little territory, I just got screwed over by illusions and, and things that weren't real. I thought that was the best part where where you're, you know, maybe going for an outpost and suddenly yeah. you hear her voice, like, right behind you. I know, it's creepy! Like, yeah, that's, that's true. Good. That, I like that, though. Oh, I'm going to put her up in a B put her up, tier. Put her yeah, up. she was Just a cause... change of pace. She was you actually could, really you interesting. Could, yeah, you, can have, you can have your own tiers wherever you want to put her. I'm, I'm I wouldn't put B her high anyway. Because even though, like, the idea of a villain is to make you hate them, and I definitely hated all of the abilities that she brought into the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> And then finally, I, I think there was another one, but I don't remember off by heart. Um, he is, however, one that made you kill one of your dudes, which not great. Um, just don't remember the name. And then finally, uh, Joseph Seed, who the main, the main baddie in the game, the cult leader, he's also at a B tier for me. He's not right. at vast territory. He's not A territory. He's good. Yep. He's good for a Far Cry villain. Mm. But... He just doesn't have that same marketability as Vast did. No, I agree. And maybe that's just because, I mean, Vast was just fantastic. I think it was also because he was something we'd never seen before. Yes. Um, but I think, I mean, they're all yeah. pretty amazing villains, honestly. Like, if there's one thing you've got to give them credit for, it's they usually make very complex villains, which is nice to see. Yeah. I think that's why Vast yeah. worked because all the all the villains had these amazing stories as to why they were doing what they were doing, and Vast just liked chaos. He was yeah, he was just he was just a psycho. <laughs> he was just a, yeah, a yeah, force much. of nature. Mm. So yeah, Jacob C. And, and plus, if you have that Far Cry Five is a two year old game. I don't care. Spoilers. He destroys the world. Um, <laughs> so Side spoilers. There we go. Oh, I'm I'm sure. 
I'm sure people won't care for Far Cry 3, or Far Cry 5 spoilers, rather. Um, <laughs> and then finally, Far Cry 6, uh, I, I'm pretty sure the character has a name, but not too sure. So for now, it'll be TBA. Um, I'm going to put right. TBA is going to be, for me, at a solid, a solid B tier. Right. Because okay. I want to see how he forms the mind of his son. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do we know he's the villain? It'd be a great uh, thing to implement if the son turned out to be the villain because it was just a, in, an, in the future shot because this does definitely seems like an origin story for him going it through does. all this. Yeah, well, the, all this build-up, we think it's the father and then the first five minutes of the game are like you as the son killing the father. That's just the, the beginning of the Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, so the son's already at an A tier. We're going to put yeah, the he, son he, at A tier. Yes. I mean, yeah, I've never held a grenade in my life and he's a 12-year-old walking around with one. I mean... De- definitely A tier, 100%. Funnily enough, people are thinking that this is like a vast origin story. <laughs> oh, that would be so sick. Oh, I didn't think about that. The kid was vast. That, that's yeah. what people are thinking it's not ac- i don't think it's accurate but yeah you know they regret say, they regret killing off vast that early yeah yeah i was gonna say there's no like they did him dirty after the community loved him they got a they probably merchandised the hell out of him with like they did. Finals. oh if they could go back in time they would just never kill him off we would be talking <laughs> about far cry 6 and it would still be vast <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so vast you take the crown for our top tier villain and we're going to go into a, another fantastic song. Uh, you know, I just got to put up a bit of a, a bit of a language warning on this one. A bit of a language warning. Um, this this song will contain some naughty words. So this is California Dreaming by Hollywood Undead. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And that was California Dreaming. By Hollywood Undead, you are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. Now, before we get into any other stuff, I will be going through the Summer Games Fest schedule for July. So, for context, for people who may not know, uh, Jeff Keighley, the man himself who does the Game Awards every year, um, since E3 isn't happening, he's like, well, I'm going to start my own event. Um, Absolutely and he mad, did. Lad. He did. And we have. June was a busy month. June was just ridiculously busy. And July is going to be a little bit less, but here's what we have. So, this is kind of what we've got coming up. So, <laughs> today we had Ubisoft and Google Stadia. <laughs> the Stadia Connect. Yeah, Stadia Connect. <laughs> Woohoo! We've all been looking forward to that. Yeah, man, we wanted to hear about those um, Stadia games. Oh, can you name them all for me, real quick? Do you want to just go ahead? Hitman games. You know the ones I have on Steam on my PC. The ones uh, that came out thirty-five <laughs> years ago. Oh, yeah. classics. The ones that are also probably going to be coming out for the PlayStation Five and Xbox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, great job, Google. Um, then coming on July 20th, which I'm going to assume is the, the 21st in Australia, the Developer Showcase for July. Um, this is for more independent and larger scale projects. So 
I'm looking forward to that, seeing what potential indie successes will be having a sequel. I hope, I don't think it'll happen, but I hope we get the um, the next few games from Concerned 8, who mm. are behind Stardew Valley. So yeah. there are rumours that there are going to be games within the Stardew Valley universe. I hope we hear more on that. And then the next one that we know, uh, July 23rd, which I'm going to guess July 24th in Australia, um, the Xbox Games Showcase, where we will be seeing some first-party titles since over the past month and a bit, um, Xbox have not shown much in the way of exclusives, which has been the major concern for folks. <laughs> well, so, they've got Halo again. <laughs> Far, again. I, in, in this fairness, is their chance. This their is exclusives. Their chance. It'll, I will put all of my money on it being Halo and Gears of War, and that's all well, I have for us. <laughs> well, funnily enough, uh, we have a gameplay debut of Halo Infinite. <laughs> Look, I'm actually hyped because when uh, E3 came out, uh, I think it was last year, and they had the game, they had the trailer for the new Halo, and it was an animation. It was a really cool animation, but they showed actually zero gameplay, like not a single drip of gameplay, and everyone yeah. was hyped but skeptical. And so, if they can actually show us some gameplay this time, it might bring the hype train back. To like, oh, we want to play this. We have to play this, please. I just want to see some solid exclusives from new IPs because Same. Sony yeah. are really good at doing that. Well, yeah, I think that I think like when you look at the 360 and the PS3, I think that Xbox produced some great exclusives. But then when you look at the PS4, I think place like Sony just knocked it out of the park. So I really think that Xbox sort of need to pull some games out because I don't know how many people are going to fork out hundreds of dollars just to play Halo again. I mean, I probably will. I say that now, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm sort of waiting to see what happens. I am, I'm actually kind of leaning towards getting the Series X partially because, oh. oh, that reminds me. Why did I not think of this? I hope the one thing, just the one thing I want to see out of all this is more info on Hellblade 2 Senua Saga. Oh, yeah. Because it has been since December, which was the initial launch trailer for the game. And if there's anything that's going to convince me to get a Series X, it has to be Hellblade 2, because since it will be an Xbox exclusive, since Microsoft owned Ninja Theory. Um I hope that's the case. That is going to be awesome if they do show something on that because I love Hellblade Center with Sacrifice. One of my favorite games of all time. I have said enough of that. Um, July is, though it has been a little bit of a busy month, it is nowhere near the capacity of June. Um, obviously, I think the, mo the biggest event we've had so far is the Ubisoft Forward, which I just sort of want to take you on a journey through last month. Um, we had the PlayStation 5 reveal, the Gorilla Collective, PC gaming show, the Future Games show, um, EA Play, uh, the Upload VR showcase, the Crash 4 reveal, um, the more details on Cyberpunk 2077, and like, so much more. So literally so much. Yeah, yeah. When, when you put that into perspective, yeah, July has been a bit of a, 
a meh month. It's quiet. It's, it's quiet, which in fairness, I can take. Because <laughs> yeah. we've had to cover every single detail of this. So I'm looking forward to a nice quiet week until Xbox do something. I am actually kind of interested to look at the developer showcase. Um, just seeing what could be coming out from some double A studios, um, make, like higher um, tier indie games. And also, oh, I also forgot, um, since Death Stranding came out on PC, there was a little bit of a talk with Hideo Kojima discussing the PC version of the game. Yeah. Apparently yeah. it's pretty good. Like, yeah, I've, I've been heard apparently you want to play the PC version more than you want to play the consoles, I've been told. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been told too. But one thing that will never, ever be better than a PC version um, is our next song i'm looking forward to this this is since you've been gone by a day to remember not kelly clarkson but a day to remember this is a cover oh it's a, oh, okay good it's a, okay cool 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 yeah yeah. Well, it's, it's an entirely a, new song I'm, I'm going home but uh <laughs> so. it's a yeah it's just a cover and i think it's better than the original just my own Ooh. honest opinion Ooh. okay you are listening to play all one on scene with connor J and Lenny. And that was Since You've Been Gone by A Day to Remember. You are listening to Player One on Sin. And um, I look at my imaginary watch. Oh, my watch that doesn't exist uh, at this point. Uh-oh. And I'm as, checking the time. I know, I'm just I know checking the is. time. Yeah, Jay, I, I kind of need you to tell me what time it is. Okay, I'll ask you again, Connor, what is the time? It's it's the top of the hour. It's it's nine o'clock, probably. Probably I'm under your fellas. There you what? go. That's what I was looking for, Jay. Um, so yes, it is the top of the hour, top of the show. Um, yeah, we're just even if it's not nine o'clock, just imagine that it's nine o'clock. Just, just <laughs> visualize even, the nine. Visualize the nine. Yeah, just visualize the nine, or even just change it on your watch. Um, so what is top of the hour? Well, we just get, tell you all the plugs and tell you about some fun stuff. So firstly, if you want to check us out in the podcast realm, go check us out at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Omni, all those great places. And if you want to check us out in the social medias, go check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at PlayerOneSin. And of course, go check out the Sin website for great articles, reviews, and all that fun stuff. Oh, I've got and, a competitor, I see. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. This is OG. This is OG, baby. He's like, bringing it back. I'm, I've, I've, like, since, you know, I'm the final boss of Player One this year, I've had to take a break from doing rapid fire, but I can still do it. I can still do it. But it also, like, Jay, I need you to do this for me. We've got, you know, you know what time it is. Oh, God. Oh, are you leaving this to me? Oh, oh, God. I have, I'll put the echo on myself then. Uh... Hold on a second. Let me just. I can do oh, this. this. Right. I, I can just. I can effects. just give it to myself. He's gonna like, prepare. <laughs> I can just give myself the echo. I'm ready. I'm ready. Gaming <laughs> grudge match. Oh my god. That was beautiful. That was quality. Oh, oh my lord. That was that was it, fantastic. Uh, yes. It is uh, the Gaming Grudge Match, and this week we've got the battle of, I would say the battle of the most beautiful people in gaming. <laughs> now, That's I'm not, not talking, I'm not talking about Hideo Kojima versus Masahiro Sakurai. No, no. 
I'm not talking about Nathan Drake and Joel from The Last of Us. Because nope. they're both no. very attractive attractive human beings. No, we're talking about Waluigi and Wario here. Two of the most Battle gorgeous the looking boys in gaming. Um, okay. Who and why? I won't even get started. Because I know you. it's, it's not Come- a challenge. Oh, really? Okay. No, like, well, there is a challenge because they're both such beautiful, beautiful people with amazing mustache wins. They've both got an an amazing uh, upper lip hair. But it has to, like, there's so much surrounding Waluigi that he just takes over the spotlight where Wario should be standing. That is, like, WarioWare, amazing game. Underrated, like such an amazing game. All the WarioWare games, all the mini games. It's just so much fun. The WarioWare map on Super Smash Bros. Wario's personality is hilarious. His his move sets are always funny. Is there's and he's always carrying his brother. Waluigi, controversial. Waluigi was created just to give Wario a partner in tennis. That's all That's there is exactly to it. Exactly right. Wario belongs in the spot. I'm gonna vote for Wario. Really? Wow. Oh, I thought you were going to go completely Waluigi just to break out of Wario's shadow. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I thought about it while we were just like when we But then it was you sort of realized, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Wario is the one that carries everything. Exactly. That's, I've, I've that's so interesting. So I'm picking Waluigi because Waluigi does a DX crotch chop if you play Super Mario Strikers on the GameCube, <laughs> uh, how do you not say no to that? Like, really? And not only that, he's also my choice in Mario Kart. He's also my choice in Mario Tennis when I played it. Wait, sorry, he's your no. choice in Mario Kart? Yeah, now Shy Guy yeah. was always my Mario Waluigi, Kart. Waluigi, all day, every day. Waluigi, out of the amazing roster of Mario Kart, and you choose Waluigi. That's <laughs> Oh, who, who doesn't though? It's great. I think and also, let's, let's be honest, he should be a DLC character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. He's in it. He's, he's just an assist trophy. Mm. Yeah, but he should be a character, let's be honest. That's true. Unfortunately, it's just... I, I, I honestly never think it's going to happen. I'm Come so sad Nemo. about it myself. You know what? You know what? You know how they're doing six DLC characters? I think that yeah. last one is going to be Waluigi. What a moment. That if we be- could get Banjo... And Kazooie, surely the American audience could get Waluigi in there. Surely. Anything is truly possible. Um, Eleni, who are you picking and why? Um, look, I do love, I do love Waluigi. I think, I think he's my favorite purely because I just think like, I love how he has more of a unique character design. I think he kind of stands alone as a character. Um, but my logic is quite bizarre. I don't know if you guys, this, this is going to showcase my childhood. I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Lazy Town. As of course, yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, course. Robbie vill- Rotten. Yeah, who is literally yeah. Waluigi. So I just think like, you know, he has, tra- like Waluigi has transcended Mario. He is now, you know, part of a kid's show. And I just think like, what an iconic, what an iconic character. So definitely Waluigi. I just think his character design is hilarious. Like, you can't beat it. I... Uh, there is no, there, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree that there is absolutely no arguing that. Exactly. You can't, you can't beat that argument. Once Lazy Town is mm. brought into the equation, you can't, you can't defend that. Nah, you legitimately can't. Uh. Like, uh, but 
I would like to think there is one thing that's better than both Wario and Waluigi. And what's that, Connor? Why, it's our next song, Jay. Thank you. For <laughs> uh, this is Johnny's Revenge by Crown the Empire. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And that was Johnny's Revenge by Crown the Empire. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. So, Eleni, you previously mentioned uh, you have been playing, well, you've played through already The Last of Us Part 2. We haven't had much talk about the game here because I personally haven't played the game, neither did Jacob and Nathan. But now that we have an expert here who knows the game inside and out. Oh, you can say that, Jay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. Sorry, sorry Jay. Oh, okay. Your opinion oh. is invalid. It's just mine. It's true. Today. It's true. <laughs> yeah, neither of ours is, is valid, but yours is since you've actually played the game. <laughs> oh, thank um, you. Give us a little bit of insight into this. What did you think of the game without going into too much spoiler territory? Yeah, no, no spoilers. Um, I think one thing that just blew my mind about this game was just the gameplay and the visuals. I think I remember like, a year ago they released gameplay footage and I remember watching it and just being like, there's no way that this game will get released and look as good as it does and play as good as it does. Um, so I remember picking up the, my PS4 controller and within 10 minutes, I was just blown away by how beautiful the game looked, the atmosphere. It genuinely at times felt like it was real, like you were playing a movie, which made, you know, the, the violence of the game quite, um, dramatic because it is a very violent game um oh yeah yeah exactly and when you've got the visuals so looking so realistic it just makes the violence even more heightened um i think that it's an in my opinion it's a near perfect game i think my only real criticism is it's quite long i think um and that's a i think you know looking at gaming in general i think that's um something that is a topic for contention, how long games are nowadays. Do they need to be that long? Um, but other than that, really, it's just beautiful. The The voice acting, as one can expect from The Last of Us, is top-notch. Yeah. Um, you know, basically acting performances. I don't think video game voice actors get enough credit for their work because the things that they they were able to achieve in The Last of Us Part Two was fantastic. Um yeah. Uh, the gameplay is fantastic. The The narrative was really good. I think a lot of people, myself included, were kind of sceptical. Like, how could they have a second part to the first one, given the first one was such a fantastic standalone game? Um, but I think that the narrative went in some really interesting directions, really thought-provoking, uh, which I really enjoyed. I like games that sort of challenge what one expects from the narrative um and i think it's for any any fan of the last of us or any fan of gaming and narrative in general it's definitely a game to pick up and play i think for sure i guess one thing when i think about the game as a whole um and i've i've been keeping up with this game through watching twitch streams i have not played the game i have just been watching it um do you feel like perhaps they went a bit too far with the violence aspects? Because, and perhaps maybe some of the decision making 
was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, I think that's, and the violence was definitely something like, you know, I've grown up playing violent video games. Um, and I think this game sh- like shook me to my core because without spoiling anything, there's, you know, moments in the game where you playing as the character um, does some pretty violent things. And I found myself in moments, you know, the game expecting me to press a button to do something. And I just genuinely didn't want to do it because it was so brutal. Um, so I think that it was very violent and I think, you know, because of how, um, visually complex the game was, it kind of heightened that violence because it was so realistic. Um, but I think that while that did upset a lot of people for me, um, I actually found it a really interesting aspect of the game because I think that, um, whether people wanted to like accept it or not, um, you know, things like that, like extreme violence is something that, you know, occurs throughout the world. So I think that it was a really interesting commentary. Um, did I want to be, you know, playing through that violence? Maybe not sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I just kind of would press a button and look away. Um, yeah. But it was really interesting. And in terms of like the narrative choices, um, I know a lot of people were upset and there was a lot of outcry about that. Um, a lot of that outcry is very unwarranted. Let's just put the, put it that way. Yeah, I think, and especially because there were so many issues, like a lot of the footage got leaked for the game before it came out. So there was yeah. a lot of... The yeah, entire the, plot got leaked. Everyone knew the big twist that a certain character was dead. Exactly. And so I think that, um, you know, a lot of people sort of had already made up the decision about the game before even playing it. Um, but it's quite funny because I had actually, I went into the game having thought I had a certain part spoiled for me, but it turns out that wasn't actually part of the game at all. So that was a pleasant surprise. I was surprised by the spoiler that never happened. Um, (laughs) but narratively, I actually found it really interesting. I thought it was really thought provoking. Um, I, you know, sometimes, especially with the video game series, there's a lot of fan service that can occur. Um, so I sort of liked that Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann kind of said, sorry, sorry, folks, we've got a bigger story to be telling here. You can hate us later. Um, yeah. Well, they still managed to do that. I have a friend who played it at the same time I did. We both got it at the same time. And uh, her favorite moments were literally fan service moments that I call, I call, I said, I called him out on that. I said, that's not, like, that's not what you should be focusing on in the game. They were so focused on the flashbacks between Ellie and Joel all the time, all these flashbacks. And I was like, no, 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 that's just to help the main story. That, that's, that's fan service for people who want to see the old Ellie and Joel. That's not, yeah, that's and not that the was, main content. That was interesting as well because, yeah, you had those really touching moments. And then when you juxtapose them with, like, <laughs> just the brutal violence. yeah. It made an interesting contrast. But yeah, and that's they, true. Yeah. yeah, There was a lot of They stripped down all the fantasy from it because in the first game, spoilers if you haven't played it, why haven't you? Uh, one of them, it starts off with three characters, Ellie, Joel, and uh, the, I can't even remember now. I See, I haven't played that game in so long. The girl uh, that, that... Tess? Tess, Tess. Yeah. And her death was so dramatized. She, she said, I'll wait here. You guys go on ahead. It'll be okay. I haven't got long anyway. You know, it was a huge dramatic death that hit a lot of the gamers that played it. 
But then in The Last of Us Part 2, I won't put a name to the person, but a main character of the cast and a very loved character gets shot coming through the door with another character. Like they burst through the door to help Ellie out and just dead falls to the ground. And it's like, we're not going to dwell on that. No, we're back in it. The action's back. There was no dwelling on that. They were just, they would have been shot coming through the door with, with Tommy. And it was like, what? <laughs> and then I kept going and then I was like, okay, we're in it. We're in it. We're in it. Keep going. Keep going. Love it. I love that. Um, I just quickly popped up the Metacritic here because I just, I just wanted to look at it. Um, currently, the actual critic score of the game is sitting at 94, which is a Metacritic must play. Um, it's much better than Breath of the Wild, let's be honest here. Um, that sits on currently 97. I don't understand why. And the user score for The Last of Us Part 2 is... 5.5 with 30,121 positive reviews and 32,185 oh. negative reviews. And I am going to assume that 30, like 32,184 all have zero out of 10s for no reason. Um, for stupid reasons, rather. I was going to say, yeah, I, was gonna say, I, I gave it, I didn't give it, a, I reviewed it on a different thing that I, I do. And I didn't give it a high score, but it wasn't for dumb. There's so many dumb reasons oh, out there. Just personal reasons question. that have nothing to do with the gameplay. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, when you become so attached to certain characters, you obviously want certain yeah. things to happen in a certain way. And so I think that a lot of yeah. people, rather than looking at the reasoning for certain moments in the game, they were just like, sorry, this isn't what I wanted. I'm going to say this game's horrible. Um when in actual fact, if you take a step back from that, you'll see like, it's a stunning game visually. Um, you know, the gameplay is just phenomenal. Um, and it does tell a fantastic narrative if you give yeah. it a chance. And I couldn't, sh- like, I wouldn't shut up about the voice actors. Like the Ashley oh. Johnson, amazing voice actor, from, played Ellie from young to old. And I like, the, they, they somehow every time managed to give us this amazing voice acting and the graphics were insane. I loved it. It was like uh, the world felt more real than what was going Like considering we're all in lockdown, playing that game gave me a more better sense of being out there and in nature than the current, the last month has ever given me. It was so great. <laughs> love it. Love it. As, as someone who's an essential worker, I wish I had that luxury. Um, oh, nice flex. Okay. Oh man, it's it's great being essential, but um, of course. So <laughs> I also I also just wanted to point out that the game has uh, three thousand four hundred and fourteen mixed reviews. Um, wow. But also, as another peek behind the curtain, we are actually going to do a full on Last of Us Part Two review. We're going to have two of them up. Eleni, you're going to be doing a full on written review going through it and we are actually going to be doing a full-on podcast review which yeah. that's going to go for as long as we want i i don't care it could go on for an hour it could be gone for two hours three hours 24 <laughs> hours straight let's do this 24 <laughs> hours straight done. absolutely done at this point we're going to be talking about how good the foliage is for about four hours exactly um, <laughs> 
But one thing that's not going to drive us crazy for 24 hours is our next song. And, you know, I'm in a metal mood today. I'm in a big metal mood. Whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, we're we're going to play Time Bomb by Hollywood Undead again. That's right. I love, I'm in a Hollywood Undead mood today. Uh, you are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Eleni, and Jay. And that was Time Bomb by Hollywood Undead. You are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. Uh, sorry, I forgot to put up a bit of a language warning for that. So if you accidentally didn't tuck the kids into bed, um, oh, it's no. okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. But um, with all that said and done, um, Eleni, it's been a while. And we want to know throughout this entire quarantine period, as I look outside my window and wish I could be outside playing with my friends, playing football and, you know, hit playing baseball out in the street. Um, oh, what I, have you... As one does, plays baseball out of the street. How Australian of you. How Australian, absolutely. Um, what have you been, what are some of the games that you have been going to throughout this quarantine period? Well, look, um, I, I am a huge Nintendo fan, so I think one thing that definitely got me through lockdown the first time around was um, good old Animal Crossing. That was just, that game could not have come at a better time. I think I spent like two weeks straight just fishing. Um, and that was fabulous. So I think that's good. I've gotten back into it now. I went off it for a bit because I think I was just turning into a villager slowly but surely. Um, but also with Nintendo, um, I have I replayed Breath of the Wild. Um, oh. I'm a huge Zelda fan. I have the the Triforce tattoo behind my ear to prove it. Nice. Um, so I just, yeah, I replayed Breath of the Wild. It had been a while. I forgot how stunning that game is just visually it's fantastic i'm hotly anticipating the sequel um so that really got me through it because that's definitely not a not a short game breath of the wild that's hundreds of hours um yeah that that got me through most of it and then well in fairness you could probably beat breath of the wild in like two if you just went straight to ganon True, that's true, but where is the fun in that? <laughs> I like that, just goes, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, just just strolls up, no worries. Um, no, you've got to get the Master Sword before you do that. My friends who, like, complete the game without the Master Sword, I'm like, you're not a true fan, what's yeah, going I know, on, guys? Right? Who you're can, the chosen one. Yeah, Are who can not... go up and fight Ganon without the Master Sword? Even, like, the um, highly skilled, like, I... come on. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to hit Ganon with this twig and it will kill him. <laughs> exactly. I mean, surprisingly oh. enough, the speedrunners do a pretty good job of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they do it, to be honest. Like, even even when I'm fully equipped, I'm like, ah, oh, this is a struggle. And then, yeah, they rock up with, like, their traveler's pants and, and a branch <laughs> and just one-shot him. Like, no worries. <laughs> I was pretty, that was pretty fun. I watched so many speedrunners that when I went back to play uh breath of the wild because this time i'm playing it with the dlc i bought all the dlc i'm starting the story from scratch and i'm gonna play it through you can do uh, have you tried the glitch where if you whistle for your horse while sprinting you have infinite sprint with no stamina no what if you hold down the whistle button and press the sprint button you just sprint forever until you stop whistling oh well i know what i'm doing tonight then guys (laughs) that's that is amazing (laughs) love it love it so on top of nintendo 
What else? Um, well, what else besides rebuying San Andreas 35 times? Um, oh, wow. Okay. Um, so how many, how many platforms is that for? Like you got every single, every <laughs> single one. That's my goal. Oh, wow. That's my aim. <laughs> I'm, that is, that is my crowning achievement. I will own GTA San Andreas on every single console. Didn't, didn't even know that San Andreas came out for the Atari 2600. Um, no, it didn't, but I'll, I'll find a copy. Don't you worry. I'll, I'll hunt down everyone and say, you have to make me a special copy. Just, just find like the people who made the Atari 2600 and just be like, make me GTA San Andreas, please. <laughs> exactly. I'm sh- what could go wrong? There's no way they could say no. Yeah, exactly. Nothing will set fire. Um, uh, I have also been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, replaying it, I should say, because um, obviously the sequel is is in development, so I'm very hyped for that. That's another great PlayStation game to be excited for. Um, another good open world. Basically, I'm just trying to churn through the open world games. I've got too much time on my hands. <laughs> That's, so you're trying to really crank out those like 50-hour experiences. 50 hours, 50 mate. plus. Yeah, if we're going like 150. We like, you know, all the side quests. Got to, got to do them all. So, of, so similar to Jay, I expect you to probably be like <laughs> maybe like 95 next week. Oh, naturally, yeah. I've already got grey hairs. I don't know. I'm, that's why I'm wearing the. <laughs> that's why I'm hiding my hair right now. You just no one can see the grey hairs. That sentence. Yeah. You will be 95 next week. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, listen. That's what happens when you try to one hundred percent games. They just it, automatically yeah. age you. Like yeah. it's also trying to one hundred percent like open world games. Like that's yeah. just yeah. like a death sentence. Like it's genuinely impossible. Just the back and forth. Exactly. As as someone who is trying to one hundred percent platinum relic, um, Crash Team Racing okay. right yeah. now. Um, platinum counter. I'm up to twelve now. So that's oh. a great. Oh, we're, that's impressive. We're doing good. I'm seven to twelve. We're doing good. Yeah, I, I cranked Big out jump. five. Um, I've I've aged. I've lost sleep. Um, <laughs> I haven't eaten. I've just been sitting here on my Switch playing Crash <laughs> Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Naturally. Unpopular, unpopular opinion. That is my favorite Crash game of all time. Wow, not, 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 not unpopular, unpopular opinion. Yeah, no, yeah, I was about to say it is. It <laughs> is say, that's game. actually a pretty. That's actually a pretty popular opinion. That's also my favorite. So I can't. I'm not going to contest oh. you on that one. Well, Amazing. my unpopular opinion. Mine is Crash Boom Bang. The uh, the it's like the Mario Party parody. It's Crash Bandicoot, like but Mario Party. Oh yeah, that is a Crash Boom Bang. That I loved arguably, it. That's arguably the most unpopular opinion. <laughs> I loved it. It's my childhood. Um, Jay. Yep. I'm not mad. <laughs> You're just disappointed. I'm just really disappointed. <laughs> it was a fun game. They had, they had the rowing, the rowing mini game. We could row with with Nitro and and Crash together. Oh yes, what ch- what child doesn't want to row? Yeah, exactly. Yes, Jay. You know what? I'm not really disappointed in at all. The next song. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, our next song, of course, will be "Sunrise on the Train." Uh, from the SNK sound oh, team. Chill. In fact, it's Terry Bogart's stage. I don't know oh. which. Yeah. Who remembers Terry Bogart? Me. Nope. I mean him. <laughs> don't worry. Like 95% of the world did. 
and you are listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Jay, and Eleni. And that was Sunrise on the Train uh, from the SNK Sound team from Terry Bogard's stage in whichever Fatal Fury game it was. Well, I sure don't remember because I've never played an SNK game before. Fatal um, Fury, Nuts and Bolts. What's that one? <laughs> I'm not mad, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just a little bit disappointed less. It's Microsoft's um, fault. A little bit... A little bit less disappointed, rather. Not yes, disappointed that, is, that is good English. I'm that is, my way back. Yes. The, the, the tiredness of trying to beat Crash Team Racing <laughs> is just driving me insane. The game um, of fatigue. Yep, absolutely. And it's time to uh, close up shop for the night. I need to get some sleep to recover from game of fatigue. Any final words before we close up shop? Final words? Um... You know, basically, everyone stay safe, stay sane. Um, and what better way to do that than to play some good games? Um, that's that's it, really. Get on that Animal Crossing. Go some, go do some fishing. That's all I can say. That's my my advice yeah. over on. So wholesome, just so wholesome, so like lovely. Of course. Burn down the village, guys. <laughs> <laughs> burn, burn down the village. Whoa! What kind of message is that? Uh, well, I need to, Jay. I need to counter the wholesomeness. Yeah, you were like that. That was too nice. We need to keep the wholesome vibes, Jay. Come on. (laughs) Invite KK Slider to your uh, your island and then break his guitar. No! Oh, that is is brutal. That's the worst thing of them all. (laughs) Jay, you're going to sit in the naughty corner, okay? No, not again, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whilst you sit in the naughty corner, I'm going to say my final words. And those final words are... If you want to check us out on the podcast realm, go check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Omni. And, you know, go check us out on the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at player one sin And finally, the Sin website. It's really not that hard to find. Go sin.org.au. Check out that Player One banner with awesome, with awesome articles and reviews. That's all the time Reggie has for us. So have a good <laughs> week. Tune in. Same Bye. Player One time, same Player One channel. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a great week. Peace.